You're listening to Jake Zape with Preaching the Sword of the Spirit. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text for today comes from the 8th chapter of the 5th book of Moses called Deuteronomy, verses 1 through to 10. All the commandments which I command you this day, you shall keep watch that you do them, so that you shall live and multiply, and go in and inherit the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember all the ways which the Lord your God brought you these forty years in the wilderness in order to humble you, to test you, to know that which is in your heart, whether or not you will keep his commandments. And he humbled you, and he caused you to become hungry, and he fed you with the manna which you had not known, nor did your fathers know in order that he would make you know that man does not live on bread alone, but that man lives on all that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Your garments did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. And you shall know with your heart that as a man chastises his son, so the Lord chastises you. And you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and of subterranean water that flow out in the valleys and the hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land which you shall eat bread without scarcity, in which you shall not desire anything more, a land with stones of iron, and from its hills you can mine out copper, and you shall eat and be satisfied. And you shall bless the Lord your God for the good works which he gave to you. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. After wandering for 40 years in the wilderness, the Israelites have finally come to the promised land. A land that is called a good land. The use of the word good reminds us of the creation week, in which everything that the Lord had created was called good. This land that the Israelites were about to enter is a land that is near perfection. A land almost as good as the Garden of Eden itself. This is a land flowing with brooks of water and fountains and filled with boar water. A land covered in wheat and barley ready to be made into bread. A land covered in grapevines ready to be made into wine. A land full of pomegranate trees and fig trees and flowing with olive oil and honey. A land filled with bronze and copper and gold and iron and silver. This is a land where no one goes hungry, where there'll be no lack of bread and no one will need to desire any more than they have. And now we Australians also live in a good land. Our land is flowing with rivers and springs and bore water. Our land abounds in fertile soil fit for growing a variety of crops. Our land is filled with minerals that can be mined out for our benefit. And we live in a first world country with medicine, education and freedoms not enjoyed by many people around the world. We have luxuries that humanity couldn't even have dreamed of a hundred years ago. Very few in our country go hungry. And most of us, have more than we need, and there is no need for us to desire any more than we already have. We are truly blessed to live in this land of Australia. 
And like the Israelites, we should give thanks to God for giving us such a good land. And since God has given us a good land, it is right for us to give him thanks and praise. It is right to acknowledge him as the giver and provider of all things. We should keep his commandments and walk in his way. We should fear the Lord our God alone. For God has given us his law not for his benefit, but for our benefit. He has given us his law to protect us. When you go bushwalking near a cliff, you will tend to come across a safety rail and a sign telling you not to climb over the rail. This is put here for your own protection, to stop you from falling off the cliff and either hurting or killing yourself. This is what we call the first use of God's law. That God has given us rich blessings and that he has also given us laws to protect us and to use those blessings correctly. Just as any tool can be used as a weapon, so too the blessings of God can be misused and will lead to harm. God had given the Israelites a good land to live in, and yet they misused those gifts and disobeyed the Lord their God. They grew fat on the bread and drunk on the wine. They used the gold and the silver of the land to build false idols whom they worshipped. And the people turned away from God. They followed these false idols and they lusted after things that they did not need. See, Jesus tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given unto you. As Moses said in today's text, Man does not live on bread alone, but on all that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. For those who seek first the Lord, they will eat and be satisfied. They will lack nothing, nor will they desire any more than they need. For those who humble themselves before the Lord, they will be content with the blessings of God. But for those who live as one belonging to the world, who seek after the things of this world, who desire to have their own way, they will never be satisfied. They will gorge themselves and yet still be hungry. They will buy whatever they want and yet they will still not have it all. They will sleep around and yet they will never be satisfied. They will create their own religion and a God in their own image and yet they will never find comfort. They will run free from the law of God and yet they will constantly be searching for freedom. These people turn away from God and his laws all to their own detriment. For God promised the Israelites that if they kept his commandments and followed his ways then all would go well for them in the land. But if they disobeyed his word, then they would suffer. And such is the fate for all countries who turn away from the word of God. They suffer and they collapse. And God doesn't even need to lift a finger. He simply withdraws his presence and allows the people to destroy themselves. Such as the Romans, who worshipped false gods and animals and idols. And so the Lord handed them over to their own sinful lusts and allowed the empire to collapse in on itself. And so too will be the fate of Western countries such as Australia and America if we continue to turn away from the Lord and his word. The more we turn away, the worse our nation will become. If we lust after the riches of this world and after false gods, if we misuse the resources of this land in the pursuit of our own personal happiness, we will destroy ourselves. And we won't only destroy ourselves physically, but if we seek after the things of this world, we will destroy ourselves spiritually. It is for this reason that God allows temporal punishments to come our way. He allows temporal consequences to come and hit us in the face. 
in order to wake us up. See, just like a father disciplines a disobedient child, so too the Lord disciplines us. But he does so not to punish us for our sins, for Christ has already died and taken away our punishments. Instead, God disciplines us to humble us. We may live in a good earthly land just like the Israelites, but spiritually speaking, we are still in the wilderness. This life on earth is the wilderness, while heaven is the good land that Christ has promised us. Heaven is the land of joy and peace, a land of freedom and harmony, where there are no tears, no death, no pain and no sin, where there is an absolute satisfaction. For there we will dwell with the Lord and we shall lack nothing, nor shall we desire anything more. This is the promised land that awaits for us in the life to come. As for now, we wander in the wilderness of this earthly life, where there is pain and suffering, where there are tears and there is loss, where there is sin and consequences, chaos and destruction. But all of this is to humble us and to turn us back to God. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. The bread of this world cannot fill us up, but the bread of life, which is Christ and his body, this bread fills us up forever. The water of this world cannot quench our thirst, but those who drink of the stream of life will never go thirsty. The clothing of this life wears away, but the robes of righteousness which Christ clothes us in never wear out. The things of this world cannot satisfy us, but we can find absolute satisfaction in the Lord. As St. Augustine said, our hearts are restless until they find rest in the Lord. If we trust in the things of this world, they will fail us. If we seek after the things of this world, we will not find joy. If we walk in the ways of this life, they will lead us to destruction. And so God allows our temporal consequences to harm us in order to humble us, just as he humbled the Israelites in the wilderness, so that we may see the futility of the things of this world and turn to God in repentance and faith, so that we may see that it is God and his word that gives us what we need. For we can turn to him and he will never fail us. We can seek the kingdom of God and find everlasting joy. We can walk in the ways of the Lord, which will lead us to a life of peace. Give thanks to God for all the rich blessings that he has given us in this life. But give thanks even more for the rich blessings of the life to come. Thank God that even though we suffer in this life, even though we face the temporal consequences for our sin, that Jesus has died and rose again so that we will not suffer the eternal consequences for our sin. The wages of sin is death and all who sin are deserving of eternal punishment. But out of love, for his creation, God sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for us. Christ gave up his heavenly riches and he humbled himself unto death, even death on the cross. And now he calls us to give up our earthly riches and to humble ourselves before him in repentance and faith. To come to the foot of the cross, to lay our sins at his feet and to receive the forgiveness of sins that he won for us. He calls us to enter into the joy of the Lord, to enter into the promised land of heaven. Come, for Christ has died for you. He was crucified for your sins, and he rose again for your justification. 
Repent, for your sins are already forgiven. Believe, for you are already saved. Trust, for God has given you his promise. Receive, for this is the land that belongs to you. Enter, for this is the good land that God has given to you. And give thanks to God, for he has blessed us with the gift of eternal life. And God has not only promised us the joy of the life to come, but he has also promised us that he will be with us in this life. Just as he was with the Israelites in the wilderness, so too God is with us. We may suffer, we may go hungry or thirsty or naked, but this is only temporal suffering. And we should not be worried about those things that can harm our bodies, but cannot harm our souls. If we turn to God in humility and we let him take care of us, then nothing can harm our soul. For nothing on heaven or earth can separate us from the hand of the Lord. And as we walk through the wilderness of this life and towards the promised land of heaven, God is with us and God is taking care of us. He is feeding us with the bread of heaven, which is his own body and blood, which comes to us in the Holy Communion. And he clothes us with the white robes of righteousness. And he has covered our feet with the shoes of the gospel of peace. And these shall never wear out. And even if we should lose all our food or our drink or our clothing or anything else, we are always fed by the word of the Lord. For as Martin Luther said in his famous hymn, A Mighty Fortress, Though these all be gone, the kingdom ours remaineth. Therefore give thanks to the Lord for the good land which he has given to you. Amen. And may the Lord bless you and keep you until life everlasting. Amen.